Welcome to Zion Word Ministries International Podcast. We are excited to have you for today's message by Dr. R.L. Davis. If this is your first time here, please stay tuned until after the following message for more information regarding our ministry. Anoint your eyes with eyes said that you may see. Okay, so when a person is anointed, you can see. Not only that, you can hear more plainly. And not only that, but you can do things you couldn't normally do. Because there was a crisis experience and a moment in time where you could confess literally I have been anointed. Now say amen to that. Praise God. But you got to want it and it has to be in God's will. And I can tell you, I'm not talking about consecrating it to the fivefold ministry again. I'm talking about the anointing for service and the Holy Ghost will come upon you because you have actually, literally received what I'm talking about. Does it have to be this way? No. So what if it is? So do we anoint ourselves? You know, I've... <laughs> that's silly. Can I anoint yourself? Well, that's as bad as saying prophesy to yourself. Nothing I can pray in the Holy Ghost, that's good enough. I don't need to prophesy what I'm praying in the Holy Ghost. Prophecy is for edification, exhortation, and comfort primarily to the church. Is it wrong to prophesy to yourself? Well, no, but if you go around and talking to yourself, this is when you're crazy. You ask yourself a question, you turn around and answer your own question, you're nuts. You've lost it. <laughs> Dear God. Do we know ourselves? It's far better to have one. Did Elisha give himself the mantle? Where'd it come from? The prophet. Why did it come? The prophet didn't need it anymore. I'm convinced the baton is going to go to somebody in this church lest the rapture come. I won't need it. And the mantle will be left also. I won't need it. Remember Daniel Velikasa? I had a jacket like this. I loved that jacket, but it wasn't like this shabby thing. It, it was nice, double-breasted boy thing. It fit really good, felt good, made me look good too. But uh, you're in such a good mood, everybody. Africans ironed it and run it. Run it. Oh. Anyway, I was getting hot, so I took it off down in South Africa, and Daniel goes, let me hold that coat. I might get some anointing. 
Now, we laugh at that. But you better study about the handkerchiefs that was given out that Paul wore. <laughs> the anointing is tangible. Uh, Danny Cowan, bless his heart. We were talking about the anointing one time, and he goes, the gift's always working. The gift's always working. That's right. But we don't always work the gift. Thank you, Danny. We don't always work the gift. Danny, are you working the gift or not? <laughs> Praise God. Well, I think we should go to Exodus 29.7. So what I'm saying this morning, the act of a physical anointing expresses something already done. Let me say it again, saints. The act of a physical anointing expresses something already done in God's mind. Well, why isn't it working? Well, it needs to be something carried out in faith. There must be a crossover. See, the only way that this congregation is going to get to where God told me, is telling me that he wants us to go to, is the anointing. There is no other way. What are you supposed to do? Pour synthetic oil on everybody's head? Well, <laughs> you tell me. Here's your choice, all right? We got this. Little Debbie, do you? Oh, we got that. <laughs> what about my clothes? Well, the only other option is to strip down, and we can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> that would not be sanctified, okay? Well, this has given a sort of a different meaning to the, the anointing service. Yeah. It's a one-time deal. Have you ever been a recipient of what I'm talking about? No, none of you. I think it's foolishness. Well, it won't work for you. But what about those that's going to kick into a supernatural way? Can you make it happen? No. God is the one that does it. But how he does it is an option here. I don't know if you're ready for this. I don't, I don't know. Let's look. Exodus 29, 7. And we're going we're to wind down here and, and just see. I'm getting some checks here. So we're just going to follow the Lord. So this is when Aaron, a priest. Everybody say priest. Okay. Moses was the prophet. Right? Well, he was. His brother was called to God to be a priest, but there had to be a ceremonial act to kick it in. You know, if I wouldn't call him this, I, I wouldn't do it, no. Because you're labeled as a heretic, you're labeled as crazy. Is it? Now look, 
Then thou shalt take the anointing oil and pour it upon the head and anoint him. Do you know why the little woman with the issue of blood was healed? Jesus didn't heal her. The anointing did. He walked in the anointing, and yet he didn't heal her. Well, her faith healed her. Wait! I'll admit, faith was a part to play. But when she touched the hem of his garment, now think about this, the oil was poured over his head, Jesus was prophet, priest, and king. Anointed without measure. There had to be a literal anointing as well. The oil ran down his garment, and the border had little bells on it, and it was larger than the garment, like a hem, and the oil would remain on the hem of his garment. Say amen. amen. So when the little woman touched the anointing that was on the hem of his garment, guess what? She was healed. That's the way that it works. Praise God. Hallelujah. It all depends on the person. It all depends on the time. It all depends upon the place. It all depends upon the one that's serving as your point of contact. She said, if I could touch a hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. I'll be healed. Some of you might be thinking, well, if I get anointed with oil like that, I'm going to get the goods. If you're not thinking that way, then it won't work. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. But thank God for those that's willing to give it a go. <laughs> give it a go. If we realize the revelation of what I'm talking about, I couldn't keep you from standing here and begging to be anointed. But if you don't get it, nobody else in this town is going to get it. In the meantime, Mack County is going down because we need somebody to carry God's anointing. The anointing is what breaks the yoke of bondage, nothing else. All you do is carry it. Praise God. You walk into a room and everything changes. Why? Because the anointing's on you. We don't even realize it sometimes. Do da, do da. But people pick up on that. We get used to hot bath water. And after a while, it's not so hot. But you get around somebody that just came out of the first church, the Frigidaire, and you're on fire for God. I used to think, man, we need revival. But you know what? You get out, about, out and about, and man, we're in revival. God help us to anoint our eyes with eyes salve and wake up. Amen. So, look what happened. Take the anointing oil and pour it on his head. Not a little finger with a cross and a little Catholic deal, no. Oh. How much anointing do you want? A little dab or do ya? Or I can promise you this. When you feel that oil running down your back and down your legs, 
It'll be the Holy Ghost. I don't know if I can accept that. Well, the oil does represent the Holy Ghost, does it not? So does the wine. Praise God. Now look at this, Luke 4.18. I know we're past 12 o'clock, but I can't help it. The mayor had to throw me in jail, I guess. No, he won't. He ain't running things, glory to God. Luke 4.18. Check this out now. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And I emphasize this. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He's anointed me. That's all I want to look at. Why is the Spirit of the Lord upon him? Because he was anointed. And we can't separate the difference. It's distinguishable, but almost synonymous, but not quite. Well, if the Holy Ghost comes upon me, I'm anointed. Well, I'm talking about more frequently coming upon you because you are anointed. That's what I'm talking about. I don't know if I'm getting across. The anointing is God's divine enablement for service. I tell you what, when you're aware that you're carrying the anointing and you start talking to somebody about spiritual matters, you will feel the Holy Spirit come upon you. Maybe a little bit, maybe a lot. It depends upon the setting. And that is God's way. That is God's way. So the last scripture I want to look at then is 2 Peter 1.21. The prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but the holy men of God spake as they were what? Moved by the Holy Ghost. God hasn't changed. Moved by the Holy Ghost. Why would a person be moved by the Holy Ghost? Well, first off, you're holy. Anybody listen to me? You're holy. All sins have been confessed. Sins of omission, sins of commission, iniquity, it's all been forsaken and shunned, put under the blood of the Lamb, that's the first requirement. They spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. It seems to me that this is one way that we can say to the devil, no devil, I've been anointed and you're a liar. Holiness is required. I must emphasize that. Amen. Amen. For this thing to work. This type of anointing is not to set an office, but rather to make one aware of the Spirit coming upon him or her. It is a spiritual thing. Some are not ready to receive this because of unbelief, but a few might be ready. Amen. The first thing is that if you're not saved, then you need to give your life to Christ. 
this is the most important miracle. How many has been saved in here over 10 years? Raise your hand. One, good majority. Five years. 20 years? 30? 40? Over 40 years. Do you two regret being saved for 40 years? <laughs> How many regrets have been saved? <laughs> How many regrets being anointed? See, that's kind of quiet because you're not really sure. What I want to do by the grace of God is to help you to be sure that you are anointed. Well, God gives it to me. Well, yes, he does, but how does he do it? How did David get anointed? Well, what about Paul? I think someone, you brought that up, Jennifer, about Paul. Well, that was a direct anointing from Christ. He was the foundational apostle. We are not. So I don't want you to think about your callings right now and being confirmed. I want you to think about have you ever been anointed in this fashion? And then the Holy Spirit comes upon you in a greater way than ever before from this day forward. That's what I'm saying. Well, I just can't accept it. Well, then it's not going to work for you. What about those who can't accept it? We hope you enjoyed today's message by Dr. R.L. Davis, pastor and overseer of Zineward Ministries International. If you're looking for a way to get plugged into what we are doing, you can visit our website at zwmi.com or jump over to our Facebook page at Zineward Ministries International. You can also subscribe to our podcast in other ways, such as iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Thank you for being here, and remember to keep the faith and stay in grace.